All right, so it has been some time, to say the least. I won't bore you with the details because basically life is, uh, well, if you're listening to this, you probably follow me on something, so you've seen what life's been like, uh, pretty much most of the same, um, but I just wanted to, uh, put this on my own little, uh, audio life vlogging, uh, DARPA gathering, (laughs) uh, little journal here, um, kind of something that hit me on the way, uh, out to church, actually, um, I'm just leaving, uh, it was good, it was a, uh, study on, uh, orthros and divine liturgy, and, uh, all the prayers that go through it, and, uh, everything that goes along with the entire process, which, of course I dig, because I'm a nerd like that, and I fucking got a degree in biblical studies, you know, so, that is right up my alley, wanting to learn about that stuff. So, it was, uh, it wasn't so much that, I guess, uh, that I was gonna be talking about, it was more, uh, while I was on the way here, where it kinda hit me, um, I mean, obviously this is a pretty easy one, but, uh, every once in a while it comes back to remind me, especially, like, I don't know, being from the hardcore scene and, like, having gone through the military, no, I wasn't in combat, so I'm not anybody special, but, like, you get instilled with a certain mentality that you carry with you that I wouldn't say makes you think it's more noble to choose one path of like, I'd rather die in a hail of gunfire than, you know, live every day as a, you know, normal pleb and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, that's kind of, uh, a little bit of the, what they teach you. Um, so once you get out, you don't have that, you know, there is no chance really of you dying in a gunfire, uh, or dying for some sort of noble cause, uh, over in some far flung nation. And, uh, it just makes me wonder if, uh, well, not, yeah, no, it does make me wonder about, about that and, uh, how I need to, uh, work through my own kind of like thinking you know it might actually be more noble to be become a proficient person to a point where yeah if that had to happen you'd be able to do it but it would be more valuable that your kids and your grandkids also know how to do that like nobody's gonna give a shit about you if there's no way to carry on your sense um but i think more so it it is one of those things where like just having to live a life that i think is uh a structured valuable moral life and not just one that's going day to day uh skating by eating junk food and like getting a, a hefty buzz so you can knock yourself out at the end of the night so you can go to your job the next uh, morning, you know? I don't think that's uh, what you would call life. 
but uh, I do think there is a, a need to have... Sorry, I got distracted. This uh, dickhead with high beams uh, blasted them into my eyes. Um, oh, and I was on something good there, wasn't I? Probably not. But back to what I was saying that whole thought about, you know, having to learn how to be a valuable person uh, was something that I was thinking about today. I had just finished uh, Strife's interview with, uh, I forgot his name, his podcast, whatever. I'll uh, leave the plug in the description below. <laughs> um, but both of them did a uh, about an hour long podcast and talking about how you know having these uh, not just individual like draw in under two second skills or your your whatevers um, but actually like having proficiency in communicating and executing small group uh, plans like that's a whole nother beast and like they established, I, I agree. You don't understand how out easily outgunned you and absolutely smoked you can get by three people, even if you are the best one person. It just ain't gonna happen. The point that he drove home, uh, well, not one of one of the points that Strife drove home was, uh, you know, people that are out on the front lines, like the 11 Bravos and. Uh, 10th Mountain. I think that, oh yeah, that's, that was retarded. I apologize. You get it. Um, the, the actual combat MOSs are supported by support groups, not just like in the sense of like artillery support, but you have like whole companies, whole battalions that support these people either by making sure that they have ammunition, food, medical care, communication, all of that stuff. So he said, uh, on average, one person out there has a support group of about 12 to 13 people. And, you know, not many people know it, but like anybody who obviously has those 3% stickers knows why it says it's a 3% sticker. Uh, is because uh, in the Revolutionary War, only about 3% of people actually went to war. And that was, you know, in the colonial era of the United States. So you, when people try and think that, you know, everything was just embroiled in war and every city was half smoldering, it just wasn't the case. And the more that I uh, thought about that, I started realizing, like, yeah, I'm probably not going to end up winding myself up uh, spontaneously into that 3% group. I'm not going to stumble upon it, and uh, I'm pretty sure any of the people that are actually uh, planning to do, do redacted things uh, have closed entry for new applicants know what I'm saying. So, what is there to really do in life? Like, obviously there is the, oh, you know, get a hobby, do a blah, 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 whatever. 
it's more than that, I think. And, uh, obviously I'm rambling, but, you know, that's why it's a podcast and it's literally just me. But, it's making sure that you have a functioning health level to where you have the cognitive ability to, uh interact and even appreciate your surroundings no matter the uh, level of suck that it may fall into I guess because yeah there's the whole talks about the economy blah 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 and the end of the world yada 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 but like (laughs) I just don't see any sort of way where um when it does come to the shooting and to the the change of powers, whether it become balkanization or whether it become uh, a uh, full-blown seizure of one nation by another, um, it's not going to change my day-to-day life. Like, (laughs) my job is still going to be there because people are still going to need shit made, you know? There's, there's not going to be stuff that finishes. Did you know that tanks in World War II... No, uh, maybe World War II as well. But, uh... <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was in World War II. Yep, sorry. I was going to say World War I first and then World War II. But no, uh, tanks in World War II had Coke. Not cocaine. Coca-Cola dispensers in them there were creature comforts in war zones and shit like that and obviously you know oh you know somebody can say oh that wasn't in my tank oh sucks must lucky them blah 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 the sheer fact that it exists proves that there is a need for society to continue to function regardless of what sort of wars that happened in the past that we weren't alive for that we have to assume uh, based on the education that's piss poor makes us believe that it was something that engulfed every aspect of life. It didn't. It engulfed every aspect of life for maybe a few cities, a handful of cities. So I'd say the top 10 cities in America, yeah, you're probably going to want to be more prepared about, uh, uh, you know, kinetic stuff. (laughs) But I think uh, more so than that, each individual person needs to become acquainted with how uh, ill-equipped they are to actually surviving basic travel. I guess, and uh, foraging along the way. Like, you don't have to be Bear Grylls survivalist, uh, drinking your own piss, uh, just so you can make it. If things do go tits up, there's going to be a lot of places that you can bug out far enough from a major city that uh, in the podunk little town that you ran out of gas in as long as you don't uh, make them think you're going to be a problem and you contribute something like your ability to labor or 
plant crops or uh, have some sort of mechanical aptitude, things like that, you're going to be just fine. And maybe part of it for me um, in working that out on my drive (laughs) over was uh, a little bit of a disappointment. I guess because, you know, there is still like that machismo type of like, well, I want to be the one, you know, that's that's doing first person, first player, uh, you know, master and commander of my life. And like, you know, that's just not the case. (laughs) The vast majority of us are going to live a largely uneventful life. And... I think in that it is uh, easy to despair, obviously. Um, But there's also a lot of space in my mind to effectively become like an expert at just about everything you can set aside time for. Like you don't have to end your education, especially nowadays. Like, bro, I'm fucking building a chicken coop in my backyard. I have plants that are growing. I'm going to abandon doing any sorts of bell peppers because they take so goddamn long to grow that they're not even uh, worth growing because they take like eight months to finally uh, get to like a level where they're fruiting enough to be worthwhile. And you know what? That is way too goddamn long for me. I need to get better at growing potatoes. I need to get better at growing uh you know, things that are effective in my climate that are going to properly feed me the uh, starches and nutrients and shit like that. And you know what I realized? I am grossly under-equipped to be able to do that just on my own. I'm getting better at it to a point where I could effectively uh, wander into some random grocery store and find a few um, vegetables that were left over when everything was raided and uh, left abandoned of all the good stuff and find a place to uh, just survive out for a few weeks and effectively have potatoes growing from sprouts that I will have in a matter of two months, maybe. And of course, that sounds like a long time when you're thinking like, oh, you know, the, the if you're thinking of war and all that, like, well, you got to remember, like, how long was World War One initially? How long was World War Two? How many years? How long was the Vietnam War? Each of them are multiple years, like fucking Iraq and Afghanistan, the whole that collective overarching war, even though it was multiple wars, there's Desert Storm, Desert Shield, blah, 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 right? But effectively, it was about 20, 30 years, you know, because there was time before 9-11 that we were out there. Um, That was why there was the whole Bin Laden uh, is allegedly going to be the person who did it, even though CNN interviewed him! What? So... There has always been (laughs) wars going on. It'll rarely ever touch you. What you need to be more prepared about is 
your next door neighbor, your, you know, the schizo people that aren't taking care of themselves. And the way you do that, in my opinion, an uninformed retard who's just barely learning how to plant crops effectively, um, get back somewhat acquainted with, uh, shooting and shit, uh, and learning how to do CNC stuff, you know, (laughs) you need to take your time on it and you need to be deliberate about it. And I think that's a more noble way of living life is understanding that largely most days are just taking a bite of the shit sandwich we call life. You may have a, you know, a few uh, (laughs) corn kernels that break it up and make it not so bad, (laughs) but that's largely what it is. So once you finish taking your bite for the day, you get to move on to what things you want to do. Focus your time. If you have time to listen to podcasts on how to uh, build different things to at least get your creative uh, juices flowing, that's how I did it. I'm just slowly working my way through my yard, learning how to properly uh, till the land. Uh, Those things give you purpose and they give you a more grounded way of living life. Again, in my personal opinion, because I've had to go through the whole conspiracy spiral, then the uh, like prepper stage, or I don't know what you want to call it, but eventually you get to the point where you realize, like, who knows? It's probably not going to happen in my life. It might, but it may not even happen on my shores. So what do I do? You just make sure you're a prepared person. You start building yourself as a a pillar in your neighborhood. You get acquainted with the people groups that you want to be involved with. I'm going to church again. I'm getting more involved in like gun groups. I'm studying as much as I can with planting crops like All of those things are going to make me a more valuable person uh, and (laughs) increase my survivability a a hell of a lot more than uh, a two-second draw and what my split times are. You know what I'm saying? Granted, those are highly uh, skilled things to have, but they're just one or a handful of tools that you need for your uh, whole bag. So, about 19 minutes now. Got back home. What else do I want to say? Uh, oh, just for posterity's sake, if anything happens at the uh, Super Bowl here out in Phoenix, uh, I called it same way Bill Cooper called uh, Osama bin Laden going to be the guy that the CIA blamed uh, for 9-11 because uh, he showed that they, they of all people, were able to track him down in a secret hideout overseas. Interesting. But yeah, that's uh, about it for me. Hope everybody's doing good. If you listened to this and you got to the end of it and you thought it was interesting, um, let me know. 
just so I can know whether or not this is a waste of time or if this is uh, something that I should do more. Um, you can check back on my old records. I don't really do it all that much. Uh, it's more for like notable moments. But uh, yeah, life's good. The house is great. And uh, you know, as crazy as things seem to get, I'm still quite confident that God's got us covered. And regardless of what my take is on things, uh, that's where I'm headed at the end of it. So I should uh, probably get more comfortable here because I was put on this earth to have a human experience. It's fleeting, guys. Learn as much as you can because uh, it's all fascinating. The more you, it's, uh, it's the Dunning-Kruger effect in real life. The more you learn, you know, the, the, the more you realize you know less effectively. Because you have that broadened uh, horizon. So, hope you're broadening your horizons. Hope uh, you haven't broken any sort of resolutions if you made one. And, uh, yeah, God bless. <laughs>